Hello and welcome to Leveling Duo. I'm Ramey. This is Dakota. And I'm Beth. Beth is my sister and also our guest today. She's going to be telling us about Sims and why she likes it. Beth, why do you play Sims? Because when there's a big hole in your heart and in your life, you have to create a whole new life. And you do that by ruining virtual lives in a virtual city. Yes. (laughs) Are you one of the people who have blocked off life-saving and life-enabling things from your sims yes i have done that a few times in the one i'm doing now it's a princess challenge and i was trying to kill off her father because he's not supposed to be a part of the storyline but Mm. the evil stepmother ended up dying before that happily ever after already well i had her daughter save her and he was still dying and she died again and i was like you know what i'm not saving you this time we're going to change up this storyline the dad is going to be somewhat evil, I guess. Mm-mm. Interesting. Which I've never played Sims. I mean, I've like seen you play it before back in the day. And I have watched a few Let's Players on YouTube and different platforms watch it too. But I don't know. Just, it was never something that really stuck with me personally. Yeah, but It's one of those games you pick it up, you play it for nonstop without sleeping for months, like a few <laughs> months. And then you're like, okay. Well, now what? I feel like I've done everything. Mm. And then you put it down for a few more months. And I was doing that for a while. So I went on YouTube and found these videos of different kinds of challenges. Like I said, the princess challenge, you start off as Snow White. She has seven kids and has to take care of them by herself from the same dad, but he doesn't live there. And then you have one of her children, Cinderella, and you start playing as her after she reaches so many skills and grows into a teenager. Mm. And then it goes throughout a few other princesses. And I want to say it ends with Elsa and Anna from Frozen. They have different challenges of what to achieve, how to, when to raise them up to the next age. Hmm, I understand. Age up. Age up. Age up. Next question I'll ask, though, like for our listeners that's never played Sims, exactly what would you like in your words describe what kind of game it is and kind of like what your objective is? A virtual life, I guess, is what you would call it. Like virtual life simulation, basically, like literally Sims. Yes. It is in the name, isn't it? It's just Sims. (laughs) Well, I mean, like some stuff can be a little bit, Um, you know, obvious, but. It is a create your own life that you would want. How do you win? (laughs) Or, Or do you win? It's not really a winning game. Like there's achievements. Mm-hmm. there's an aspiration. Each one, you can choose an aspiration and it's goals as to either a career or mm-hmm. there's one called serial romance where you just go around sleeping with everybody. Oh. Interesting. There's, serial um, romance is not what I would call that, but okay, continue. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what that one is, but there's also another love one where you find your true love, you get married, you have a family. Oh, 1950s nuclear family stereotype. Yeah. Yes. There's a get rich aspiration. And if you complete an aspiration, you can change it up. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what date it was, but I do remember the first time you played Sims. <laughs> we were at our aunt's house and our grandmother was in the kitchen and you were playing Sims. On the tr- GameCube. On the GameCube. You were trying to learn how to repair a stove, right? It no, was a tele- a TV. it was a TV. Yeah. You're trying to repair a TV and you didn't read enough books to do that, I guess. Yeah, you got to raise skills <laughs> and, before you do that. <laughs> and then you really had to use the bathroom, but you didn't really know enough at the time to do that in the game. So 
the next thing that happened was you electrocuted yourself trying to repair the TV and then wet yourself while standing there on the, uh, that your character did anyway. And my aunt said, oh, no, Beth electrocuted herself on the TV and then peed herself. And my grandma in the bed in the kitchen said, she did what? <laughs> like she thought it was what really happened. <laughs> <laughs> so how old were y'all when this happened? I can't remember. I was a young child. I think I think it had to be after 2004, though, because we were at yeah. Kathy's and not yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. So. It was after okay. 2004. It could have been the first year I drove over there. I could have, it could have been like I was 18 and you were 14. Do you remember which mm, Sims this was? I feel was? like I was younger. Whatever. I want to say it was the second one. Like I okay. said, for the GameCube. Yeah. I remember that much. Because the- it wasn't long after that I demanded I have my own. What would you consider, Beth, is your favorite scenario that you've ever done in Sims? Or is there like a favorite reoccurring thing that you like to do? Or have you just like played on the same Sims world for the last 10 years? No. Each pack has different worlds. Well, some of the packs mm-hmm. have different worlds. And I'll play in different worlds. The one I'm playing in now, I believe, came with the regular Sims. I also have the beach world. That's okay. not what it's called, but it's a beachy area. And it's always sunny. It doesn't snow. And I like that. Maybe it's- and Your house can be over an ocean. Maybe you're near Philadelphia. It's always sunny. <laughs> Both Sims 1 and 2, just so you know, uh, were on the GameCube. So I think it was 2. It's interesting. The Unless game. someone just <laughs> named them badly on YouTube, because that's the only thing it pulled up was the YouTube stuff. <laughs> but it says Sims on GameCube, then another one says Sims 2 on GameCube. GameCube was... Uh... It's a 2015 review for the first Sims on GameCube. Remember there was like a lot of love-hate for the Nintendo GameCube back in the day. I had it. All I played was Sonic. I loved it. I had a uh, Pokemon Coliseum. I played that. Let's see. And my favorite Zelda, Twilight Princess. Oh, I forgot that was on the GameCube too. Oh, yes. It's kind of like the bastard child that Nintendo doesn't really like to claim too often. Yeah. I don't know why I kind of... Well, I mean, I you know am potentially wrong. You know, I don't claim to be any kind of expert or anything, but from what I understand from interviews that they've done, that Nintendo's kind of official stance with Twilight Princess anyway was it was kind of like their polar opposite to Wind Waker as far as like art style and gameplay and stuff like that went. Less summer and more dark, just in general, dark. Which I mean, like I love that for the aesthetic as far as that goes. I was just like, finally, like there was a a kind of a more darker, mature game, but they just didn't seem to care much for that direction. So they haven't went back. I have a problem with Zelda. I don't know if it was um, Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. I had it for. It was the the Four Swords. And it was so difficult for me. It was the Four Swords, I believe. Well, now, like, as far as, like, Zelda games have come a long way from, like, the the top-down adventure style from, like, stuff back on handheld, like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, with Breath of the Wild, anyway, which I actually do have a copy if you'd like to borrow it so you don't have to actually buy it. I have a copy as well, but if you want to loan her yours, have at it. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, either one, doesn't matter. For what? But To To play. play. On what? The Switch. Oh, okay. It's only on the Switch. It's a Nintendo. Yeah. It's a Nintendo-only exclusive, as most... Nintendo time. The last one won them game of the year. Mm-hmm. This one will have some serious competition because Starfield comes out later in the year. Mm-hmm. And even with its glitches, it's hard for Bethesda not to top the charts somehow. <laughs> Look out for the dark horse that is Lord of the Rings, Adventure Gollum, or whatever. Well, I also have a list of games that Joey wrote down that he has that I could play. Uh, some of them I might not have played, but it don't really matter I if I know. have. <laughs> yeah, like 
I think you'd probably get a kick out of it anyway. Like, it's Breath of the Wild kind of broke the mold for traditional Zeldas. It's kind of like the old clockwork for that was princess or someone gets kidnapped, you got to save Hyrule. Uh, there's usually like eight dungeons that you have to go through. Each dungeon has its own special item that you get that helps you to solve the puzzles. And then you continuously use those different items as you progress throughout the story, collecting all the different crystals or gems or in instruments or stones or whatever the game decides that Harmonicas. you need. Yeah, well, I mean, like there was a whole thing in Link's Awakening, like uh, when you're on the island, all the different treasures that you get are different instruments from each oh. of the dungeons because you're having to wake the wind fish. Yeah, I've heard but, of such. But Breath of the Wild broke the mold with that because it was pretty much uh, the first open world Zelda. So like literally from the start of the game, if you want to, you can go directly to the final boss. Like there's speed runs where you literally go grab a stick and a pot lid and then you like oh. glitch yourself to where you like fly into the castle at the very end. And, like, you've got three hearts, you're butt-ass naked, and all you've literally got is a pot lid and a stick and some ingenuity, oh. and you're taking on the final boss that of the game. That doesn't sound like it's going to turn out very well. Well, I mean, like, for the people that originally <laughs> tried it, it wasn't. Trust me, I was one of those people. I was just like, I can go fight Ganon now? I was like, it's a dumb idea, but I'm going to go do it. Well, I did it. Yeah. It did not end well. Uh, not with a stick and... A pot. A pot. Yeah. <laughs> when you play it, you'll see it's the more approachable of... Uh, considering... Skyrim might be the only game it's easier to approach. It's certainly easier than Oblivion. Kind of like around the time I feel like when Skyrim came out originally, the first release of Skyrim. 11-11-11. Yes, not like the re-releases, because there's been so many. I felt like there was kind of like a like a reboot to gaming genres in general for difficulty, because essentially it seemed like instead of games progressively getting harder, they decided to be like, oh, we need to appeal to more people. So we're going to kind of... Not really make everything on easy mode, but just make it a little bit more approachable for yeah. people that hadn't been hardcore fans for a long time. Yeah, because I gave up on that Zelda one after, I think it was maybe, it was not very far into it, and mm -hmm. I was not able to get through. It's hard to tell which one it was. I do believe it was the Four Swords. Which, I'm pretty sure Legend of Zelda titles are typically described as action- Adventure, Adventure RPG puzzle solving. Because the early ones, you, you could call them RPG, but there was no... Dis very linear RPG. Yeah. If we're going with Dungeons & Dragons terms, it is a very railroad story. Yeah. Like there's no deviation. That's what it was. Um, that's another industry that tried to make things change up back in that era. Well, that's kind of like what kind of gave me the idea with 5th edition. Mm -hmm. Like 5th edition was the newest edition that they released, but they designed it brand new people that had never been introduced to it before that be easier to understand because if you're from the days of Thacko oh yeah you look at 5th edition you're like this is baby D&D &D. the Thacko numbers just didn't make any sense they do and they don't I mean they do if you have a chart well to yeah with Sims being kind of like your pick mm -hmm. if you want my opinion I feel like the your version Raimi to be compared to that would be Civilization oh yes we played that yeah Civilization 4 I mm. like the one with the Elvis advisor, and I don't much Three. care for the newest one because there's so much Elvis, to it. like as in like the king? The king of rock, yes. It could have been two. I think two. Did you unlock like a special meal that was like a loaf of bread that was stuffed with like a pound of peanut butter, a pound of jelly, and a pound of bacon? I don't know. No. It was, uh, it was the cultural advisor, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and if you advanced to the modern era, you had Elvis. It was had to have been the second one. Is the one that had the live the live action people in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the second one. We played a lot of Sims, and then when Sims Four came out, we we played a whole lot of Sims Four back then. Do you have a family you keep going back to? I know you make families in Sims because I'm not a big Sims player. I've had them on, you know, Game Boys and mm. places. I've had a Sims throughout every generation, but I never stuck with it very long. I try to make a me and Joey, and then we'll have a kid or two. And I usually went back to that one, but all but one of the kids has died because I play in the same world. And as you're playing in a different family, the others continue to live and without age. your mm-hmm. and age, without, and they make their own decisions. And everything. What's the average lifespan for a Sim? You have different settings. You can have it on, I think, three settings, short, medium, and long. And I want to say mine's on long because Cinderella is taking forever to age up Mm -hmm. to an adult because she's a teenager now. Okay. And she's making an F because she has to do all of the housework, so she rarely ever gets to go to school. They don't even bother letting her work at school. Like She just- Once in a while, she'll go to school when she finishes her chores, but- (laughs) It all what? of them are making Fs. Both all Cinderella, Drizella, or Drizella, whatever her name is, and Anastasia. They're all making Fs. <laughs> Perhaps you should hire a nanny or some cleaners. Tutors. Yeah. Tutors or cleaners. Uh that's part of the challenge. You're not allowed to hire cleaners. She has to do all of the cooking. She has to do all of the cleaning. Uh, why don't oh. you create another child just to do There this was a to glitch the in the game child. for a while and for some reason. Every time I would stop playing and turn the game back on, mm-hmm. there would be a new baby. Mm-hmm. And so, so they have a baby brother somewhere that I locked in a room because I was like, you are not part of my story plan. And I locked him in a room and had the oh, Child no. Protective Services take him. So oh. there's a baby brother somewhere out there. He'll show up. He'll move back in in like 18 years. You'll have a random troublemaker show up. And it's the child you just ignored until they had to take it away. <laughs> And I wonder why. And you're like, you weren't part of my master plan. Well, my master plan had already got messed up because the father didn't die in time and the stepmother died before she was supposed to. Hmm. And Cinderella was supposed to go off and get married when the stepmother died. You should have just restarted the game at that point. I I should have, but I put, and I built the whole Cinderella's, not the Cinderella palace castle, but the stepmother's castle house. Mm -hmm. I've, to spend so much time building it. They need a feature as where you well. can just port the world over. They do, but, not the, what but you have to buy it. And I like to keep my Xbox off the internet because it works so much faster. Yeah, you'll mm. try to update something as soon as you put it online. Yeah, <laughs> which I did recently. And there's also mermaids in the beach area I was talking about. Mm-hmm. You can turn them into a mermaid. Interesting. Yeah. Sirens. So aside from like the fantasy stuff when it comes to Sims, how realistic do you consider like the world in itself like as far as like consequences go depending on how things happen like you mentioned how cps showed up and took the kid yeah so like that's a very real thing it's a real thing but it's odd that they're able to get to the child when there's no door no no i'm not saying so much that i'm just saying like the concept of like you know like there's like real world cps but then cps is also a feature that they've put in the game most other games, typically, like if you have a child in the- Skyrim and your child dies, there's not going to be like some Nordic CPS people that's going to come <laughs> knocking on your door being like, you know, committed crimes against Skyrim and her people. Like, I've got to take you to jail. Like, that doesn't happen. So that, that's kind of what I mean, like as far as just overall. I wish they had this because in the career one that I have, the mm-hmm. pack, 
you can be an officer and you can arrest people, but it's like when you're playing, you can neglect your child and you're not going to get arrested. I wish it would be more like that. And there's also, I believe they don't want to add this because I guess people don't want their children to die. But in reality, children sometimes die. And in one of my families, the son, the oldest son, got hit by a meteor while he was looking at a telescope. I think I remember you telling me, or I or I'm hearing about that. I told you that they fixed a bunch of glitches in the game, and children would no longer be forced to stay in school while meteors come and killed everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, the meteor came and killed the first oldest son, but the ghost would come back, and that would happen as a ghost as well, a meteor, a I guess mm-hmm. a ghostly meteor would come and just come crashing in my house. And one of my toddlers was crawling in that area at the time. And where the child can't die, because that's how the game is, it just flung the child across the room. Oh, no. This is awful. Nothing yeah. like being indestructible and immortal in a video game. Yeah. So it just makes odd things like that happen, which kudos, like baby it, didn't die. But Yeah, it was funny, but it, that part's not realistic. The kid would have died. I mean, how many yeah. times has ghost meteors strike in your house in real life in the first place? True. Well, that's, yeah. You mentioned packs. How many packs have you bought? I have the pets pack, the cats and dogs, the, I forgot what it's called, but like I said, the beach one. And then I have this, I don't know if it's called Royal. I, it's not the Royal one because there's a whole other Royal one I would like to get. But I got the celebrity pack mostly because at one point I was not even really playing the game. I was just into building these amazing houses. and You were playing a city builder. A what? Home builder, I guess, not just Well, a- it wasn't just homes. I made a whole, I made the Friends apartment building hmm. from the show Friends. Cool. Yeah. And I made a few New Orleans themed homes and I was really just not even playing the game. I was just building a whole bunch of things. Because it's come a long way when it comes to the building and you could have terrain, you've got where you can make ponds and rivers and hills, different things like that. So it's come a long way with that. A lot of different plants and things like that. Cool. Did you ever say how many you actually had? Oh, no, I got sidetracked. Um, So (laughs) I, I have the pets, the cats and dogs, the beachy one and the celebrity one. And then there's also these smaller packs where you don't really even get a world. You just get a few items. Just like a small feature just, or something. Yeah. And I have a few of those, but I don't remember what they were. How many packs there are, are there? so many. And they just came out with a toddler pack, which I thought that's what the ones that started to crawl around were. But apparently not. There's a whole new toddler pack where there's a whole stage for chi- a new stage for a child. Different things stage. you can do. Different items. And I, I don't think I'm going to purchase that one. I, no, I wouldn't want the toddler pack. No. Which, I mean, I'm one of those people that I remember growing up, like most video games were like $60 mm-hmm. brand new. And you got everything. 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 Like, you, there was like, yeah, like the advent of DLC to some games was cool. Yeah. But when it got to a point to where, where nowadays it's going to be mainly not necessarily saying that you're always going to get an unfinished product. But you can tell that they purposely released a game yeah. that they are planning on releasing DLC for. I'm like, why don't you just release a complete game? That, yes, I agree. I mean, like... I understand why they do it, because they're making more money this it, way. Yeah, and, and... But for people that can't really con- afford to continue to buy all this 
yeah. interesting things. I mean, that's kind I of mean, mentality. Like, like some stuff, some DLC, that's fine. Like, because for some yeah. games, it's kind of warranted, you know? Like, yeah, you've put a lot into the game mm-hmm. already, but you had more ideas and you came up with it, released it, and there you go. Yeah. Like, Monster Hunter was a good one, I thought. Because you had Monster Hunter World, which was kind of mixed reviews on that. But then they released, like, the Iceborne DLC. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this. Well, it's literally, like, in the title, you're a hunter of monsters. But there was, like, a whole storyline you go through. And, like, realistically, like, for me, it was kind of introduction to the series. I thought it was a pretty cool. But once they added the DLC to it, I was just like, this, I, I thought that it fit well. Yeah. But for some other games, I feel like they could do better. The Shivering Isles for Elder Scrolls Oblivion was the first introduction I had to a major DLC, and it was worth it. And that's another example, like Oblivion by itself was a very well thought out, complete game. Adding a DLC to that, I feel was warranted. It also had one of the worst DLCs, the horse armor pack. (laughs) Didn't say everything was 100% good, but... (laughs) It gave you both sides of the coin there with that game. Oh, I also have the restaurant uh, dine-out pack, and... For a while there, it wouldn't let you pay the tab. You just had to leave the restaurant and not pay, and then they would get angry about it. Was you happy when you had an update for that, I bet, weren't you? Yeah, with this update I did recently, I see that it's changed, which makes me wonder. There was also a glitch with the high chairs, Mm -hmm. and you would put the child in the high chair, and then the sim would take the child out, and then they'd put it back. Then they would take the child out. Then they'd put the food on the high chair without the child in it. Okay. It was so difficult. I did not put high chairs in there because the toddlers will go up and grab their own food without the high chair. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will never have another high chair again. It is not worth it. A minimalist parenting. So I wonder if they've changed that up as well with the update. I enjoy sending you uh, links to Sims updates because they're so wild. <laughs> They are just the wildest problems you find out that they've had. Another one that was so irritating that got changed with this recent update. Hallelujah. The Sims would randomly get mad. It, there's these minor wants, like these small mm-hmm. wants. You don't have to do them. It's just small wants that the Sim would want to do. Like listen to the radio. They always wanted to listen to a certain type of music over and over. And if you didn't complete that small want, mm-hmm. the Sim would go off angry, mad, all the time. What did that do to the game? I mean. It just, they didn't want to do certain things. When they're angry or upset, like Bruno, the dog in the Cinderella one I'm playing, he keeps running away because Cinderella doesn't have a lot of time to give him attention. Oh, pets. No. So he runs away a lot. And they'll get sad because their pet ran away. And they won't want to do something simple like paint or play an instrument or garden Sounds like a cascade of failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was fixed. Okay. I've- the angry part, not the mourning part, because she's still going to be sad when her dog runs away. It's clear that when they Which have- Which is pretty understandable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's clear that they have so many packs and add-ons and that they can't expect you to have them all. Yeah. That it's hard to get it down just right. <laughs> there is some occasional errors in the code. Yeah. Well, when you have so many moving pieces. Mm-hmm. Something always tends to mess up. Yeah, obviously, that's a... Which, honestly, from what I see, though, like, as a whole, Sims, like, is pretty stable. Yeah, like, it doesn't glitch as often as you think it would. 
No, and they do try to fix the glitches with each update if, mm-hmm. when they're when they know about it. So it's that's not good. a Bethesda game. <laughs> the first year and a half of that will be. It is going to be exciting if they come out with a completely finished game. How things have changed. There was another one. I was on this Reddit page, and people. The question was, "What items will do you refuse to have in your Sims homes?" And a lot of people said bathroom sinks because they always want to wash the dishes in the bathroom sinks which i've noticed that actually hasn't been happening that much either recently unless the kitchen sink is broken because the evil stepmother ghost comes and breaks everything in the middle of the night i would love so, to so so, and cinderella of course she does all the housework so she is in charge of repairing all of this stuff that gets broken and she hates so, handiness i believe is what it's called she hates mm-hmm. it but she still has to do it cinderella never struck me as the handy type <laughs> Well, she has to be. Well, I mean, like, I think that's probably, like, very true to the theme of the story, though, because if Cinderella loved doing housework, I don't think it would be the same fairy tale. No, she would just not leave. She would have been completely happy and content. She's just like, oh, I love living here. I am so miserable. I love it. I hope the sink breaks today. (laughs) All of them. At one point, the upstairs bathroom, the toilet, the sink, and the bathtub were all broken. Then the kitchen sink was broken. And then this old record player stereo that I have was broken. Mm-hmm. The evil stepmother is not done being evil. I'm glad to see she's sticking to it. <laughs> Even her advanced state of decay. Well, she should just be happy that this isn't the, uh, I believe it's the uh, Korean version of Cinderella. I don't know that one. It's a, uh, have you heard about it, Beth? I feel like I have. I could be wrong. It may not be uh, Korean, but it's like over in that it's vicinity. Asian. Well, no, I wouldn't say just like specifically Asian. Like it's. It's another continent. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just kind of the highlight of that uh, Cinderella in that story, like takes some hardcore revenge against the stepmother. Mm, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. She uh, basically kills one of the stepmother's daughters and then. Uh, like stuffs her body into the bottom of this big barrel and then fills it up with wine and presents it to the stepmother as a gift. And she's just like, oh, this is just like the best wine ever. And she proceeds to drink it all until she gets down at the bottom and then finds the body and realizes that she's been drinking her, drinking her daughter. daughter. It's like Meister Eamon. We covered an episode of burials (laughs) that this come up. I feel like that was, maybe that might've been inspiration for, uh, that episode of South Park with Cartman and the Chili Cook-Off. The Chili Cook-Off. Yeah. yeah, I like that story better. Disney needs to get to work on that. Mm, something tells me that they may not uh, consider that very uh, child-friendly. What version of the game are you playing now? What do you mean, what version? What number? Like, do you know, like, what, like, current update you're on, technically? Or just in version, are you playing four or four, three? Four. Uh, it's four. Okay. okay. Uh, I want to say this is the one where they... You pretty much had to have the internet to play it. Mm. And I don't know how he did it, but Joey managed to make it where I can turn the internet off after I let it update and everything. Oh, yeah. And I can play it, which is wonderful. I mean, I still say the computer versions are much better, but Xbox is definitely really good too. I cannot wait until Cinderella grows up and she gets married because the next princess is going to be her daughter, which is going to be Tiana. And her goal is obviously from the movie to own a restaurant, which I have not done yet. That's how people can pay. Mm. I mean, I've owned a 
store, mm-hmm. but not a restaurant. So I cannot wait to do that. So, like, how many different professions are there in Sims? I mean, like, is it literally just as many as there are, like, in real life? Or is it, like, a very, well, like, small designation? In the plain regular pack, there's a I'm few, of, like, of them. But I also have the career pack. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I was able to be an officer. And you can be a scientist. And there's different versions of these careers. Like, scientists, there's two different ways mm-hmm. or two different paths you can take. There's also... The celebrity one, now you can be a big-time celebrity, which came with this Hollywood world, I guess you mm. would call it. It's not called Hollywood, but you could tell that's what it's supposed to be. Bollywood. <laughs> um, then there's the regular restaurant. You start off as a fast food restaurant worker, work your way up to a chef. And then you can be a freelance writer or freelance painter, I guess. As well. And there's okay. different different paths you can take with the writing career, too. I don't think the criminal career is in this one. You know how the criminal career used to be in the others? I don't think it's in this one. Burglars mm. aren't in this one, either. Okay. They were in the second one, so. Can you be a necromancer of, like, a Halloween pack? I don't I don't have the Halloween pack. You should find out. If I could play as a necromancer, <laughs> can, I would buy this um, game. There is something. I don't know which pack it's for, but... You can bring people back to life with this book. If they're a ghost, you can the bring them back to life. Hmm. <laughs> but there's this like wishing well, and it's really hard to get it to happen. I've heard of it. I've never, I've never actually seen it done on a game. I don't watch many. Uh, there's like plays. I said, there's these wizards in one of these packs. You could be a wizard and magic, probably the magic pack. I would hmm. imagine that yeah. would be the perfect one for the Sounds. wizards. Yeah. Sounds logical. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Cinderella. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> the fairy godmother. <laughs> and this, I can't remember her name because I've watched so many different ones. This girl made a Sims Hogwarts. And it was fantastic. She, it took forever for it to load. She put so much detail into it. Mm. It took forever for it to just simply load it where she could show it off. Yeah. But once it did... Sounds pretty cool. Fantastic. Like, I'm going to say something here that's going to probably be very controversial to some people. But, like, I do have interest in playing the Hogwarts Legacy game. Just because I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter fan from back in the day. Yeah. I don't agree with any one's necessarily, like, particular political views. I'm not trying to get political on it. I'm looking at it as from purely a gamer's standpoint of wanting to play it. I bought it. My opinion. And I'm from the community. I welcome you to play the game. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to stop playing something or listening to music of that. I'll enjoy simply because of the artists or creators, whoever's opinions. I I, I try to look at it objectively. (laughs) Like if you are, have crossed the line too, too, too far. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But if you have a right to your own personal views on something mm-hmm. and you've put a product out there that yes. I enjoy, I can enjoy your product, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I agree exactly. or share the same <laughs> views, nor does that mean that I condemn your views either. No. I'm just simply a live and let live kind of person. As long as the way you live doesn't necessarily negatively impact somebody else. Yeah. Especially if it like purposely and accidental is one thing, but anyway, that's a whole different topic of stuff. I don't think that. 
our listeners initially want us to get into right now. And I feel like everyone has a right to your opinion. And if they don't like it. To their opinion. Oh, well. They don't have a right to your opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, just, just, as, just for the sake of opinions, everybody has one. And I feel like you do have the right to express your opinion, regardless of what it may be. You just shouldn't expect everybody to accept it. Or to necessarily like it. Yeah. Or agree with it. You don't have to agree with it. I mean, like, you have the right to your opinion, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to force it upon other people. Like, just for video games, for example. I can love a video game. You can hate the same game. Mm-hmm. You could hate it for the same reasons I love it. And that doesn't make either one of us wrong. No. It's just differences of interest. Exactly. Yep. There's a lot of games I don't like that other people love. I'm, you know, Undertale. I tried to like it. I didn't. I absolutely loathe Grand Theft Auto. Oh my I goodness. I do not know why necessarily I like don't like the newer one. Well, it's just for me, I just never found enjoyment in playing it. Like I just found it extremely boring. I found very much enjoyment in having prostitutes and then running them over and taking pictures of their deceased bodies Vice and City. taking my money back. I played Grand Theft Auto three. I found out about Vice City. I was on PlayStation 2, so I was younger than 14. Mm-hmm. I played that. I bought Vicity as soon as I could get it, uh, as soon as we found it somewhere. It had sold out, pretty much. And then Grand Theft Auto, uh, what was it? San Andreas. Uh, I remember that. I remember seeing it on the Game Informer when it came out, and I went and picked it up whenever it showed up. I played all the Grand Theft Autos. I like them. I'll play them once or twice, and then I can't just, I just can't go back to them. Now, I don't like Red Dead Redemption. People love that. I don't like no, it. No, see, like, I liked Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption. I mean, I enjoyed Red Dead Redemption. However, if you don't like it, you don't like it. And I'm not going to hold that against you. Nor do I really feel like you should. Like, it depends on different stuff. But as far as video games are concerned, if someone doesn't like it and you do like it, just enjoy the game. Yeah. Don't focus on the fact You're that there's some. You're not forcing them to do it. Yeah. And I mean, like, and honestly, at the end of the day. You're the one playing the game. You're the one that's experiencing it, enjoying it. Honestly, that that's kind of the point yeah. of the game. And yeah. if we get into that, you all recommending, let's start off with games that you can either let me borrow or that Joey has first, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. But that doesn't mean I'm going to like the games. Honestly, But guys, I am willing to play them for a week or two just to get I... my honest reviews as to why. But speaking of different consoles, though, like how many different consoles is sims available on like i know of course it's available on pc and xbox pc uh, xbox i don't know if i'm guessing playstation probably has it oh yes and then there's also that horrible phone version yeah oh, it's on mobile as well which honestly i'm not really surprised i wonder if it's on switch i don't know it was on gamecube I think I've looked it up on Switch and didn't find it. And that's why you're stuck playing it on the Xbox. Well, it's probably better on the Xbox anyway. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. You never know. Mm-hmm. It never shows up on any of the lists of like, you know, how Civilization will show up on the eShop on sale a lot and all that. Sims has never showed up. Well, Nintendo, you can get on that. Like, you can make your own version of Sims. Call it Nins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, they have. They tried the Sims, didn't they? They tried a version of it, I believe. Did they? They made a game where you play as your... Like it's a it's a lifestyle game. I don't remember what it was about. I thought that was more of like a just kind of like a online function to where you just kind of like play it as yourself and get interact with other people. Like in a chat room, you just kind of moved your 
me about and stuff. You know, me, yeah. I don't remember. I can't remember. I'll look it up. I don't think it's in the least bit worth talking about an entire episode. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I just. You know. <laughs> I know. I just can't remember what it was about. I I thought they had tried it. Uh, there's been a lot of attempts at Sims, but it's hard to not infringe on the open life style that they've got. Like mm-hmm. you just do what you want, build what you want, as long as you got the funds or the cheats to keep you going, you're going to keep going. That's another some of the challenges because it gets to be too easy if you put cheats in. Uh huh. With money, it could be fun, yes, but it can also get to be too boring because everything is just so easy if um, you do that. I'll uh, have to do some research. I just remembered a game that I saw Let's Play on a few years ago, but it's actually very similar to Sims. Mm-hmm. However, essentially the entire basis of the game is it's a prison. Like you're the warden. Prison simulator? I don't think it was prison simulator, which I mean it could have been. I had an old <laughs> one. Back but it, but this like- one it's kind of like top down. Kind of like how Sims is and like you you build the different facilities, you have to manage the inmates, you have to keep like everyone happy to a certain extent. There's like different things that happen. Some sometimes there's riots, uh, different stuff like that. And just that could possibly be like a game that I think that you might like have Maybe. some interest in. Maybe. You can also there are gel cells that you can build stuff on in this with. Which makes sense since you said that one of the professions was yeah. officer. Uh, I think can you be a judge or a lawyer? <laughs> As you level up uh, your job, you become a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> become a Supreme Supreme Court justice, and then like you uh, unlock like a hidden path to presidency or something. Oh, that would be the way to go on Sims. Well, yeah. with the career packs, another thing that changed up from the older ones is you are able to go and do the different goals and tasks at the job It's with the one that came with the career path. A bunch of mini games. Well, kind of, yeah. It's pretty much just goals. Like the Cinderella's father. Sorry. Cinderella's father is a celebrity. So he goes and he does movies. You can go there and you have to take him into the hair and makeup, put his costume on, and do the acting scenes. King Charming. Yeah. And the police one, you can go arrest people, write them tickets for fighting. They are always fighting for some reason. It's the angry glitch she was talking about. <laughs> okay. I mean, if it isn't got a necromancer, I'm still not interested, but. Well, I will try to get that pack <laughs> when Uh-oh. it goes on sale. Like, did you ever play a game or got interested in playing a game just because you thought it looked pretty? Yeah, that's part of the whole building thing that I like. Well, see, that's kind of the concept. Sims. Like, there's been some games that I've looked at and I have no idea what the game is, but I'm like, ooh, I want to play that. Yeah, you know, I mean, like. It's like, ooh, it's shiny. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's a little goblin in all of this. That's another reason I like to do the building on Sims. Honestly, for me, I'm not afraid to admit it. The first game that I ever like just saw a trailer for and was just like, I have to play this game because how good I thought it looked. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. That this trailer for those games, which I was disappointed I D- when the, Disney. Yeah. I've, I've seen a few of them, which I was disappointed when like the actual gameplay didn't look as good as the trailers. But at the same time, I was like, this is OK. <laughs> the game that I think looked the best it stunned me the most wasn't a game that I had planned on buying. I went to a GameStop to pick up another game. Mm hmm. Xbox 360 game, and I asked them uh, about 
something. It was like Rainbow Six something. I can't Rainbow remember. Six Siege? No, it was predates Siege, I believe. Mm. And uh, it was like Vegas or something. And I asked them, no, it was a Ghost Recon. Okay. It was a Ghost Recon game, I'm pretty sure. And I asked about it. And they said, okay, this is pretty good, but have you heard of this? And I was like, what's the difference? They said, well, one's an RPG, one's not. One's a shooter. And one will take you about eight hours to complete. One will take you about 200. I said, well, <laughs> value for money, I'll just pick up the 200. And so I picked up that one and got it home, and it was Oblivion. And nobody will say it was a beautiful game. But when I walked out of the Imperial sewers after escaping the prison and seen that huge, open, colorful world... Mm-hmm. That I could just walk off on, and I did, and promptly got killed by a wolf. Um, <laughs> I was just, I, I was stunned. No, Beautiful I do remember scene. in middle school, like, that was all you could talk about. You carried around. I wish I knew the, who that GameStop employee was. <laughs> you carried around the strategy guide for Oblivion. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a holy Bible or something. I, I loved it. Still love it. I'll play the game occasionally. I like watching people play it, especially if they've never played it. It is not like Skyrim. There's so much more you could do, mm-hmm. more personalization. Well, kind of coming back to what I said before about the whole, like, when they released games, like, Skyrim was kind of like Elder Scrolls. Like, hey, here's an easier version of the game for you to be able to get into. Yeah. Oblivion was a massive hit, but Skyrim blew it out of the water. Because it was a little bit more... Approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Please come back and listen to us. Beth will be a guest occasionally here and there. We might find other people to join. Mm-hmm. Beth and I have two other shows. It's called one's called Horrific History and Hauntings, and the other one is called Brother Knows Quest. Horrific History and Hauntings. The title pretty much says it. It's horrific, tragic, and gruesome events in history that most history books will not tell you. And we're going to throw in some ghost hauntings and supernatural. Maybe some true crime. And yes, some true crime. If we get real luck, we'll find some murder that turned into a ghost. I'm sure that's in there somewhere. Yeah. It's got to be. Brother Knows Quest is a game where I try to explain to my sister about all the different tabletop role playing games I got, but try to also not make it into just a list of rules that I read off to her. It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Which, you know, occasionally, since she's been a guest on ours, I could potentially be a guest on Brother Knows Quest because I'm also very avid tabletop RPG, especially Dungeons and Dragons. Dakota's the one who introduced me to tabletop role-playing games, so he'd be a great guest. <laughs> and I had no idea that is the equivalent of throwing away a like lit cigarette into the brush in the woods and walking <laughs> away. I had no idea what I'd unleashed upon the world. Like I knew you would be interested in tabletop RPG, but you really took off, man. Which, hey, kudos. I don't get to use half. Thank you. I don't get to use half the stuff I buy, but I do enjoy learning about it, reading it. You know. Hey, it's just like that meme, man. Like, you know, the whole like, will I be able to buy more, you know, RPG books when I grow up? Yes, son, but you won't have the time to play them. That's true. (laughs) Or the people. Yeah, the worst thing: scheduling conflicts. Yep. Always find people that want to play, but no one that ever wants to. The smaller RPGs are hard to find people to play. You can find people to play D and D because everybody Mm -hmm. recognizes it, but and they might not like it. Which Joey don't like D&D. It spends too much time in combat. I don't know. You the one that told me we had to find a quack, quicker game. Quacker. Yeah, because I want it to be quicker. Okay. Well, it just takes, like you said, the scheduling. If You can't be up until five o'clock in the morning. I don't know what world game. you live in, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that real world stuff away from my game table. <laughs> but no, like as far as like, you know, like shout out to your local game stores, you know, like if you want to. 
check out games or find people with similar interests or trying to find gaming groups, you know, check out your local stores, you know, that way you can hopefully meet more people and, you know, find common ground and maybe get introduced to something new. Yep. You never know what's going to catch your fancy. I I didn't expect a little starter box Mm -hmm. back in 2017 to blossom into this mess I'm in. Uh, So much money. Uh, You can find links to all of our uh, podcasts listed that we just talked about down here in the description below. It is Gruesome Gaming Group. Uh, Just click the link, check us out, and hopefully listen. Yes, you'll be able to find links to your podcast player of choice in the audio player for each podcast down there. This has been Leveling Duo, but there's been three of us this time. So call us Leveling Trio. The Leveling Trio. Uh, I've been Ramey. This is Dakota. And I'm Beth. Logging out.